Previously on Roleplay Radio. A few shadows start to emerge. <clears throat> they are dressed in their unseen uniform. There's no disguise this time. So you see the Leonin coming in with a veil over his face. Uncle Oz walks straight towards Grim. <sighs> Hug. Ravnica. Right, yep, no, sorry. No, uh, Hang on. Shelly has, nope. has the bar, and, and these two are from Ravnica. Is that before or after? Unrelated. I might be in Ravnica too. Are you going before or after? We can go whenever. Before or after what? It's not related. It's like thoughts is going off. <laughs> <laughs> the whole celebration we we're planning in Redfell was just for people in Redfell, just you know, for friends and family back there, and to you know, give a big middle finger to the humans there. Oh, sure. um, I understand, I suppose, but mistake. When I was asked to get party supplies for the celebration. I thought that yes, what would be invited to this celebration. <laughs> the tech thoughts goes to him now. <laughs> I've had a feeling that you've been working on something personal for a bit. If there's anything I can do to help with that, I'm more than happy to do so. I appreciate it, Like you said, it's home stuff. I just want you to know that I'm happy to help out with home stuff. As a matter of fact, if you're willing to help out with mine, I'm help willing to help out with yours. What would you like me to do to help you, Cos? I had a thought, actually, because I know that you can also disguise yourself. Yeah. And so if they see Cos and Adrian in the same spot... You know dwarves, right? In this school? Yep. Have you met an Adrian Silver Troll? I... that was the second thing that I wanted to tell you. Ah! I told you this, this is a good lad. <laughs> it's just, just... What do you know of Adrian Silver Troll? Took our money, ran off, is that it? That, that's me. I... I'm, I'm Adrian, I just... So you, 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 you are the recipient of last year's scholarship? Yep, yeah. that's, that's correct. Sorry, this is hard for me. Um, and who are you? This is, um, Koss Silver Trove. Uh, they're a changeling. They also go to Strixhaven. Turns out they have the same last name as our clan, and it's completely unrelated. You know, people, when we asked them, do you know Adrian Silvertrop? People said, no, but I know a cause. So it's you, huh? Well, I don't like it. <coughs> and you should change your name. That name means a lot to us. What's it mean to you? It means family. Right around then, Lord, or as everyone else knows him, Professor Mirsha, walks up to the group, you know, from the audience. I figure at this point you guys are kind of out of the track. He comes over to the group, specifically at, uh, towards Mistake, but says hello to everyone. Hi. <laughs> Good evening. Mistake hands back the purse of exchange to Gary after having said, well, that's much less exciting than the pumpkin, but extremely useful when doing commerce. <laughs> You know, doing commerce. Yeah, commerce. <laughs> business! I'm a businessman! Uh, hello, students. How is everyone doing? Pretty good. Uh, got second place in a snail race. Oh, that's good. That's good. I was never very good at them. Uh, mistake, can I bother you for, for a moment? Uh, sure. Just, just for a quick minute. Yeah. Alright. someone that wants to meet you. Uh, okay. 
someone has requested to meet you. It's okay. They, they know. All right. Um, this is all very cryptic. Yes. Well, have you have you have you confided yet? Have you? Working on it. Okay. Speaking of, apparently someone already told them some things. Oh, I want. Or not exactly told them. Oh, I wonder who that may be. Uh huh. I don't know of anyone who would. I mean, yep. I just sometimes sure. you can't help your thoughts, and no. your thoughts can have their own train yep. that. They are kept this metaphor is not yep. very well. No. I, I care. Mistake, I'm trying to help you. Which is why I have taken some measures to make sure that we are as safe as we can be. Okay? And he takes you into one of the offices where it you know it's away from the crowd, nobody can hear you here. He casts a silent spell on the door. And in that, uh, it's near the group, though, so you, you can meet up with them immediately after. But you see two dwarves there. Funnily enough, you've met these two dwarves, but you met them as, quote-unquote, Koss Silvertrove, when you were helping Koss over here deceive them. So, ah. Oh, this is the girl. Hmm. I see, yeah, mistake. This is Fieldric and Boldric. So, hey, it's a pleasure to meet you. Mm-hmm. Very sturdy handshake. Uh, you as well? Mirsha has told us here all about the job. Wink. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't I... you worry about a thing. You have our discretion. Uh, okay, great. The dig. Right. Right. You know, water levels have risen quite a bit since, since oh. things, so yes. I just, you know, we're not. How much risk are we of like flooding? Or, or drowning, or... Exactly what I asked them. I felt we needed some help. Those, that knowledge was out of our expertise. Uh, silver troves, please? Yes, of course. Well, you see, it doesn't... Uh, there is always a risk. Particularly if you have creatures like, well, I don't know, bullets, say. But uh, if they are messing about, then maybe you have more to worry about. But honestly, water levels, yes, scary. But if you go down enough, you can always go around it. But if you go deep enough down, you avoid the water? If you go down from the shore. There are ways, and it's always risky, but don't you worry. We have the best in our clan who can make sure that the walls are reinforced, the tunnels will be reinforced, there will always be someone there who can spend. Great. Yes, in fact, I think I know just the people. I have a niece and nephew who have been looking for a mission to join after the last one, so oh, perhaps I'll get in touch with them. Uh, yeah, great. What, what are their names? Bonkar and Vistra. Ah, okay. They also Silvertrove? Yes. Okay, uh, good to know. Mm-hmm. They will be joining you on this dig, and like I said, you have our discretion. It's best to get our head in the business. Don't let the competitors know what you're up to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good thinking. For the right price, of course. And Lord Slash Misha says, I um, have agreed with Mr. Silverthrove here to uh, give him a cut of whatever treasure we may find. Of course, we wouldn't be bothering with all this if there wasn't 
substantial amount we're expecting to find. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Anyway, that was it. Just wanted to meet who we're working with. You will have our silver troves there at the ready for the dig. In fact, Mirsha, yes, um, they will show up with me a few days early to start the dig early. Okay, okay, sure. Might take a while. Yeah, we only have, you know, the, the, technically, the three weeks. Yes, I know. Don't you worry. We work fast as silver troves. Great. Glad to hear it. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse us, Baldrick, we have to go talk to that Adrian. Oh, is Adrian coming? No, <laughs> no, no. It's a personal matter. Ah, okay. Well, uh, good luck. Thanks. Uh, if if there's any message I can pass on for you, just let me know. I have a couple classes with an Adrian Silver Trove. Uh, it would be alright. We've got it handled. Sure. And they head out. And then Misha says, Well, I didn't tell them what would be classified as treasure and what would be classified as objects of historical significance. Right, yeah, and if there's absolutely nothing to be found, there's then no nothing. way that's, that's going exactly. to... Uh, you know, damage relations with the entirety of the Silvertrope clan. But we'll be safer. Or, you know, cause problems for a certain cost Silvertrope. I did think of that. But cost is a changeling. Cost can just be someone else we hire. No? Um. Or Adrian. That might make them happy. Possibly. Uh, it's possible cost won't even want to come. That's honestly what I'm hoping for. Yes, it is a bit of a last minute thing. Mistake, the winter break is coming soon. I know. I wasn't going to tell them at all. Do you want me to bring them here or? No, no. It's easier. If I'm going to explain, it's easier to do it at HQ. I have all my notes. Okay. And there's other things. It's a mess. Everything's a mess. Everything's just kind of awful. Just like all the time. Yes, sir. <laughs> that is how life works sometimes. Messy, yes. Okay, I am going to make a couple of rounds with some people that I have yet to talk to. Uh, can I join headquarters? Yeah, it'd, it'd probably be easier because if they want to come, then we'll need to cover everything again, but with them. Right. Good, yes, because somebody probably getting very weaked out and he just kind of taps his handy haversack uh, what oh, do, no, just, do you have it's a it, guest it's a guest is is llama in your bag no 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 lalo's in my office too much noise you shoved a person in your bag the person in the rival volume five and put rival volume five in my bag ah safety precautions right so that's why i haven't been able to read that one well, it is probably the most racist. <laughs> See, the author spent some time around Redfield at the time, and I guess some picked uh, up some ideas from people, talked to the wrong people or something, I don't know. Or got infected with whatever we're trying to destroy. Or that. Thief exploitation. <laughs> anyway, um, see you at HQ. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Meanwhile, outside, 
What have the other three been up to while uh, Mistake was out? We have been going to try to do more carnival games at Griff's insistence. <laughs> I, I, did you read my mind? Yeah. <laughs> Griff wants to go play more games and win more shit. <laughs> so we got like one of those like water squirty ones where you squirt the water into the target and then it makes a thing rise up racing to the top of the pole. Sure, sure. But um, the target, because it's magic and I have to make it magic, the target keeps moving mm -hmm. randomly throughout. I want to see, as you guys are playing this game, mm -hmm. Mistake reuniting with... Yeah, Mistake eventually finds them. She looks for the big dome of Griff's costumes. It works very well for the tunnel vision yeah, for yeah. the target. What I like about this is that means Griff put it back on. <laughs> it helps with the with the. And then he doesn't have to carry it. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, mistake finds that and sees two of you lose and Griff win. Ah! I'm great again. Good job, Griff. Thank you. I told you it's weirdly hard, and he's really good at it. Well, this is the first one that we've tried, but you should definitely do more, but okay. probably not today. Okay, um, is there something else? Ah, uh, yeah, we should probably talk. Have squad business? Yeah, sort of. Okay. But potential. Uh, okay, no, that was an inside thought. I mean, if you'd rather stay here. Inside thought, let's go. You're right. <laughs> inside thought, let's go. You look like you really wanted a prize. You know, I could win one for you while you guys are discussing business. Who's talking to me? This is Catterhood. <laughs> <laughs> This is very because you can't see who's on the other this side. This is the only NPC that's left from I love <laughs> Griff is asking this. <laughs> that was entirely in character. I, I also thought it was in character. <laughs> it's Cat. Hey. Hang on. It turns the whole body. You would, you would do that? I mean, I'm running low on money, but if you leave me money, I'd be happy to play. And you can have all me prizes. I don't care about prizes. I've got me prize. How much do you need? Huh? What? How much do you need? He was making the googly eyes at Gary. <laughs> I can play all night. I mean, it took us hours just to play four games. There's very big lines, yes. <laughs> Everybody has found out that you can get magical items. So, Mistake just hands him a gold. Like, oh. There you go, five games. Alright. Oh, I'll give him two gold. Cataris <laughs> is just playing winning prizes for you guys while you're discussing business. I kind of love that. Yeah, and he gets his LARPer friends to join. The way, the way oh, like, that hey, one of us has to win. Uh -huh. The way that Griff gets gets the money is, hang on a second, and you see like the arms going back into the suit. You yeah, hear the like arms just wobble. And now he's like rummaging around in the suit, <laughs> unzips his fanny pack and works the money up. May I say that looks very questionable. <laughs> Put the money through the mouthpiece. Ah, face hall. Got you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get you something. In fact, I will only get the big plushies and then we can exchange them at the end of the night for magical trinkets if you like. Arms uh, back. We have four small ones if you want to add those to the pile. Oh, sure, why not? He gets a basket that's nearby. That oh, and I want receipts! Gary's <laughs> 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 with the receipts of the plushies yeah. slash magical items, Griff. I don't think. Gary's just gonna pull Counter-Us to the side for a sec and she's like, hey, you know you don't have to do this, right? I mean, what, like... what else am I gonna do? I mean... Look, if you want to play a bunch of games and then give them the prizes because you played with their money, like, go for it. I'm just saying, you know, you don't have to impress my friends this way if that's the only reason you're doing it. It's nice for you to say that, but no, really, I mean, honestly, it's fine. We don't get festivals like this in Grove of Eldur. I'm in it for the games, not the prizes. <laughs> All right. Uh... I love this. So I'll see you at the room later? Yeah. Okay. Hey, I might come by the HQ, however, to use the bathroom. Porta potties have long lines. 
sure. Great. I assume that's fine. But upstairs. Yeah. It's gonna be the most awkward moment <laughs> when mistake yeah. is accidentally, but he comes in for the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't mind me. <laughs> so, uh, headquarters? Sounds good. He's kind of really okay, just, you know. Apparently, he likes playing the games more I mean, than anything I else. They're also really fun. I'm upset I didn't get a chance to go on the roller coaster today. I mean, I didn't go on the roller coaster, but the rides are fun. But yeah, I think the fact that you just gave him money to get to play the games. Griff didn't know that you guys left. He just kind of stand in there. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Can Griff have gotten the uh, headpiece off of the costume and he's gone to a popcorn stand? And he's filled it with popcorn? Yes. Can it be fried dough balls? Sure. If you prefer. It's fried dough balls. Griff takes off the helmet and the first thing he smells. <laughs> we transition to HQ and the door opens. The four of you shuffle in. Would you have brought King? Yes! He's, uh, he's from Redco, yeah, yeah. he's gonna be there. Yeah, she would have grabbed him, heads into F-Squad HQ, make sure the door is shut and all of that. And the first thing she does is she finds a corner of this room that she can kind of clear out a little bit as she's talking to everyone. All right, so Costa's right, I've been an idiot, but there's reason for it. And she grabs like a stool that she's basically borrowing from someone else's station. She puts it in the corner and then she grabs a piece of parchment and either like a quill or borrows one of Casa's paintbrushes and she writes on the, the parchment, stupid corner. <laughs> and she sticks it up on the wall and she sits on the stool. There we go, stupid corner. Well, that seems a bit excessive. No, I like it. I, I think we should keep it. It's a common thing. The stupid corner. The you stupid don't know corner. the stupid corner. No, I've never heard of the stupid corner. No, we do the stupid corner back home. It, when, once you've been an idiot about something, you go in the stupid corner and you think about what you've done. Happens to all of us. Okay, well... Some more than others. Mm. What have you been stupid about? We need to talk about winter. There's a thing going on. Basically, someone back home suddenly started acting a bit different. In a weird way. And someone else asked me to look into it. I was going to anyways, but you know, now I have two reasons to do it. And I figured out this person's not replaced by an orc, is not being coerced into doing anything that I can tell. It's like she's under the effects of like a, a suggestion or charm, person, friends, that sort of thing. But for like an extended period of time, it's not like a temporary thing. Her mind shows no understanding that she's behaving differently. What happens if you bring it up to her? Presumably she just kind of assumes you're being weird? Probably. Wait, have you not? Not directly, no. Just, you know, in other ways. If what it's worth, the person who asked me to look into it is her husband. Oh, okay. That led me down another rabbit hole. And she goes over to her area of HQ where she has like a little desk and a seat and then has a bookshelf and she reaches at the top of the bookshelf, probably either stands on a chair or climbs a shelf to get to the top, pulls down this rolled up piece of parchment, pushes things aside on the table and flattens it out, weighs down the corners with like an uh, ink bottle, a book, squishy apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, this is a map of Redna. Hundreds of years ago, it was founded as a tiefling city. And then at some point, humans started showing up, and that was fine. Eventually, it was, you know, roughly half human, half tiefling, perfectly 
fine. But then, after you know, a century or two, the human started acting different. And I tiefling. Well, probably, you know, the human supremacist style, but you know, tieflings were the most popular on humans there. So we got the worst of it. And eventually this escalated to war. And that brings us to Redville today, where there are very few tieflings and we're segregated to a separate part of the city. The worst parts. Yeah. So then this, and she goes under the desk and grabs from the crevice between the top of the desk and the shelves that are underneath it, like the drawers, there's just like a little little gap there. And she pulls from that another piece of parchment. Huh. <laughs> and she unravels that and sticks it over top. It's very, very thin. It has all these marks all over it and like circles and like triangulations. So I've been working with a bunch of different people to figure out what's going on because that's not normal behavior. It's like something is manipulating people over centuries. And what I found is that the closer people get to Redfell, the worse that gets. And it takes time. Someone being there for a day, it might not matter. Someone's there for months, it will. It's so bad that sometimes someone might hire a, a caravan to transport them or ship. And if that ship gets close enough to Redfell, then suddenly nobody likes that non-human person who's paid passage on the ship. Sometimes they're thrown overboard. I, th I thought you said that it took a longer time. But if these ships frequent Redfell, I mapped out the worst of these, and if there is a single source of what's doing this, then it is here. She points at like the epicenter of all of this. Now, this is actually very close to a uh, somewhat tiefling owned bar. Not not entirely anymore, but it's the mermaid's tail. Yep, that's the one. But of course, there's nothing in it. I've been there, the unseen go there all the time. But it could be underground. And I have an idea of what it might be. And for this one, she goes over to the side of the shelves, where it's just a <laughs> flat panel, <laughs> kicks the bottom corner, and the top corner pops out. <sighs> and she pulls off the whole side, sticks that against the wall, and pulls out another third piece of parchment. When did you make all this? Yeah, that was my question. Second question, how did you keep it all secret while you were making it? She's got her secrets. Also, this is quite the rabbit hole. Third question, is she getting school credit for this? Why are you getting school credit? This is credit like a, a history, a full history report. Um, I got credit for the paper I wrote last year because Phoenix helped me figure some of this out. Speaking of which, <laughs> from underneath the door, some of the earth begins moving and shifting and Phoenix pops up into the room. Yeah. I got the professor for you, dear. Oh, wonderful. Thaumaturgy. Professor Misha comes in. Hey, so sorry I'm late. What did I miss? The introduction. Phase three. <laughs> she unravels the third piece of parchment sticks that on top of everything and this is another map but it's much older or i mean she traced it from ones that were much older i think what's causing this is actually a 
Blood Age and artifacts belonging to either Golwanda or Xander. And I figured out this is probably what the coast would have looked like at that time. The water levels have risen a lot, and if this is underground, then we'll have to deal with that, which costs... Oh, yes. Uh, the silver troves are helping with this. Well, that makes sense. They're excellent miners. I'm very sorry, amigo. I, I, I tried to be discreet, but this is a dangerous thing we are embarking on. Uh, I'm scared myself, so I wanted to hire the best of the best. No, 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 that makes perfect sense. They also wanted to say something to Adrian, I don't know what. The, the ones we talked to the other day. Okay. Um, yes. Well, let's... Thanks for letting me know. I'll prepare a different person. That's assuming you want to come at all. Because the reason I didn't tell anyone this is because I could be wrong about everything. Not only is this incredibly dangerous to do, just for the whole excavation thing, I have no idea what's under the city. Both Golana and Zandro mummified people, which it must have been done magically because mummification is a very long process and they were at war. You can't really mummify anyway. I don't know what to expect under here. It's going to be dangerous no matter what. And I might be wrong. There might be nothing here. And I don't want to be the reason any of you get hurt, especially if it's plain nothing. Kind of seems like you're a lot more likely to get hurt if no one comes along with you. Thank you. Well, it's not no one. I'm working with the Gru Clan and the Unseen, and now apparently the Silver Troves. Oh, crap. He, like, pulls out his handy hammer set and begins thumping books onto the ground, which create a pile. How you with those? You just, you have to know what you're looking for, and you can just reach in and it gives it to you. You we, don't have to dump the whole thing out. He's partly listening. He finds Rival, Volume <laughs> 5, Lore. And then the, the book begins glowing, and it spits out Uncle Oz. Well, this is a development. I mean, last year you warned us to stay away from it. There are too many things hiding in too many places. Oh, <laughs> my knees. Hey, Griffling. And he goes in for the hug, like the side hug. Hey. So the point is, I'm not doing this alone. Yes, I thought he was a crook and a criminal, and it turns out... I was right, but he's also a very helpful crooking criminal, and not a sadistic one. Thanks! Yeah, if you were offended by crooks and criminals, I wouldn't be here. Touché. <laughs> Besides, he's going to come in handy, he's alright. And then Uncle Oz is like, I made my own airship out of different parts that I stole from a fellow named Americus. <laughs> oh, that's, that's gorgeous. Are you sure it works? Oh, yeah. How likely is it to explode? No, oh, it'll be fine. How long did it take you to put together? Uh, months. Can Gary look at it first before we entrust sure. our lives to it? How do you think I got here? In a book. <laughs> also, Griffling, hey, we gotta talk soon. Like, after all this, developments. But first, business, yes, materials. And then Laura's like, between uh, Lady Zakin and the Gru Clan, we have all of that. The only thing we have to worry about is the Redfield Guards. Yes! We'll take care of that. 
My unseen, we can make sure that the guards stay away from the area. You just have to worry about the Mermaid's Tale patrons, which I'm hoping your tiefling friends maybe can help out. I don't know. I was kind of hoping to avoid involving everyone. Well, we can ask the goblins. Mistake question. Yeah. It sounds like you don't have an issue with other people getting involved. Is the issue that you don't want the people who care about you the most to get involved? <laughs> the group on the unseen, they, they know what they are getting into. They wouldn't have joined their individual groups if they weren't willing to do shit like this. We came to school and a chest attacked us. That's, right. that's it. We didn't sign up for this. That's true. Um, but then this year we started an extracurricular dedicated towards the same activities that we were doing last year. Right, and all the things we're doing are approved by the school and we're on campus grounds where there are plenty of professors and deans and whatnot that can save our lives. I don't think Peanut Butter would approve of some of the things that we've been doing. Mistake. Peanut Butter. Kindly. The stupid corner is calling your name. <laughs> we're gonna go. So let's just, let's, let's move past this part and just talk about the planning part. Well, I hate to say this, but Mistake does kind of have at least some of a point. Thank I'm... you. If I go, am I going to be more of a liability than a help? I, I, I don't know. I don't know how it... I don't, I didn't know that it would affect tieflings, and there's... Possibly two now that are behaving weirdly and she kind of steals a glance at King as she says that You you said that it was possibly an artifact, right? Yeah Of everybody that I know you'd be one of the best people to look at something like that I understand sure. there's this thing that's happening, but that that sounds like it only took place over the course of a long period of time why well, I was concerned exactly. hearing about the ships. Yeah, so right. they, if that takes like a month of traveling the same route, then you should be fine. Well? That's been my general assumption. It doesn't seem to have affected any of, you know, the, the group plan that are in and out. But I don't know. And we are going in deep, close to the potential source. Once Gary brought that up, Professor Musha's eyes go really wide, like, oh, oh, he's right. But for what, what it's worth, you'll have um, the easiest time getting into the city, uh, aside from maybe costs. That is true. Great. I have potions of disguise Wait, for um, these two. Question. Why is it not affecting you? Koss will ask of Mirsha. Huh? I think that's a good point. Really, he's not in the city very often. <laughs> not anymore, anyways. <laughs> Wasn't he from it, it there? Go, right? Well, sure, but he was from there, but then he left it for a long time. Right, right? right yeah, but no, if the ships show up and leave there back and forth, it seems like it's a cumulative amount of time, no? It's not within important. A, within a certain time span, you know, because the, the ships are moving so frequently, right? The ships are coming and going often, so they might come there and stay there berthed for like three months and then they leave for like six months and then they come back for another four months. But if the theory goes <laughs> anyways, whatever sort of knowledge I can gather, you're there, you live there, and then you leave for years, it fades. And then if you go back for a few months, well now it needs to start from scratch. And then you leave for years again. That's been my understanding anyway. Yeah, it's all, it's all very complicated, and who knows even how this works. I mean, it kind of seems like we need as much information as we can, because even if you f 
find this. I mean, we need someone who's good at identifying magical items and what they can do and how we can safely deactivate or just destroy it. Right, which certainly needs the most accurate amount of knowledge on how it works. Which is what I've been doing, but... Obviously, your research is extensive. Uh, Koss is like looking through other bits of furniture <laughs> to see if they can find another hidden scroll. <laughs> you, you said something that Griff wanted to kind of jump on, but I don't yeah. know if you paid attention to what you said. You, what? you said uh, it's not important. Well, it's it's Professor Mew should be more. Yeah. But the party doesn't know that. Yeah. Only Mistake knows that. That's why Mistake is trying to like give all these perfectly logical yeah, reasons yeah. to just Which he's so about appreciative yeah. of. Yeah, so, Which is so, also why I doubled down on the well yep. we gotta make sure we know it yep. every yep. Have totally yep. accurate information. Yeah, yeah. We don't have accurate information unfortunately, and, and we're gonna have to work with what we have. Uh, one bit of trivia that I know about this is apparently Prismari Dragon itself, himself, himself, might have had some sort of involvement here. Maybe. He was one of the most hateful towards the humanoids during the Blood Age. Makes sense that he would be very hostile towards the two main antagonists of the Blood Age. So as for other things to expect, uh, underneath Redfell there are catacombs. So, you know, dead bodies and things. Sewers which is always great, uh, aqueducts, uh, underground cave system, all sorts of weird things. Probably nothing monstrous, but who knows? Usually when weird things happen, we're blamed. I think King is going to be very interested in like your maps and your notes, like, oh, what's this here? And he's just going to start leaning in, and he's mostly just quiet and curious about the whole thing, wondering about the tieflings back home and how it's affecting them. Yeah. For what it's worth, if there is something that g gets messed up in either of your heads. I can keep tabs on you. I can see intrusive thoughts. Yes, we will count on you very much, Cause Silvertrove, for a very particular reason. And Professor Mirshap turns his gaze towards Griff, and then like side eyes, Uncle Oz. That's right. We are going to have to keep track. Uncle Oz says, Hey, been talking to the professors. Uh-huh. You okay? Fine. You sure? Great. I won a lot of prizes. No, um, Professor Mears says, like, no, no, ab about the, the rage. We need to give it a stupider name than that. Yes, well, whatever stupid name we give it, we... Scuttlebutt? For, you know, rage for now is good. The meanies. It'll... <laughs> Can you... <laughs> the meanie the meanies. What I'm trying to get to the bottom of here is can you control it or are we going to have to help you control it while we're down, trapped with you underground for a long period of time, potentially? You want to find out? He steps back or closer to mistake and Uncle Oz is like, Hey, hey, he doesn't have to talk down to me. Yeah, he doesn't. It's all right. Hey, I know a thing or two about anger issues. Come on, we all got it. Fuck, I mean, but is it ever? Jeez, it's fine. Well, it doesn't sound fine, Grifflin. You, you keep grilling. Yeah. 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 I've done stupid shit when I'm mad, Griffin. He drops the Grifflin immediately. He's like, are you going to fucking act out? 
Well, can you keep your shit together? I'm sorry, I don't know I came to an intervention. This does feel un- it's unproductive not, currently. Sorry. It's not a thing Griff is doing. You're, you're right, you're right. I, I heard. Right. I can talk to Professor Talenberg. Griff and I are taking a class that's relevant to that, to, to you know, the meanies and also whatever is happening. We are not calling it that yet. <laughs> <laughs> the meanies and what, and also the the racisties <laughs> that might be happening. Actually, that's that a great. That sounds kind of weird. That's a great point. Yes, you should do that before the weekend is out. I'm sure that if you said you're working on your homework, she can give you a scroll. Normally, I would be very much against students tricking teachers into this kind of thing, but when it's a life or potential death situation, we need everything we can get. All right, I'll do that then. And for what it's worth, he gives you a super hug. Just tell him a bad joke, and it works. He looks for at certain it. people. I don't think everyone knows a bad joke. I'm sorry. Well, maybe that's something we should all work on. Ah. Can we talk in the corner? We can talk right here. Uh, do you want the stupid corner? We'll wait for that, but thank you. Just want to let you know. Fine, I mean, I didn't want, I wanted to talk about it in private, but the thing you brought up about your dad, well, I looked further into it. You got me thinking. Got the gears turning. Do you know about what the hell he's doing about the gambling houses? Apparently, <laughs> my brothers, your uncles, Uncle Olaf, Uncle Ivar, and that cousin, the fucking jerk face. Apparently, they're buying gambling houses, casinos, and they're tricking people into debt now too, and then forcing them to pay that debt. Now that's just a, that's just a step too much. We should have a about that. Yeah, they've purchased properties, they've purchased gambling houses, tricking people. How, how, how do they trick people into doing it? By feeding into their addictions. Bleeding them dry and then forcing them to bet money they don't have. I did spend two gold. More than that. Okay. Fuck. Yeah, it's not great. I'm sorry to say this, but Griff, my brother, is a special kind of asshole. Yes, I caught him sneaking into the vice captain's office. Well, I want my eye, damn it! <sighs> he, just, he just scratches underneath his uh, eye patch. Uh, it's becoming a, a, a gimmick at this point. Mistake. He always wants his fucking eye. Mis mistake takes off the eye patch, so <laughs> you're feeling a bit like an asshole. Oh, that's right. So, kind of sounds like we have our winter break planned out. If you're sure you want to do this. Yeah. I mean... You could just go to Ravnica and get drunk with Shelly. This doesn't really seem like the most responsible thing to do when I know that a friend needs my help. I don't think any of us would be able to live with ourselves if we didn't come and something happened. Dad and I literally don't have a house to go back to. Hey, Griffling, you can always stay with me. Where do you live? <laughs> a dusty attic. I'll be with you guys for the break. That does bring up a relevant question Thanks. though of where we're meant to be staying in Redfell. That is going to be somewhat tricky. You can get in just fine. Griff, if you have any fancy clothes and can act rich, you can probably also get in just fine. Act rich. <laughs> I <laughs> stole your father's best tux. There you go. Oh. I can Didn't I, I can my fucking eye, eye, but I found his tux. <laughs> Sorry. But the thing is, it's going to be difficult. There's a solution, but it's might not be the most comfortable. What's that? Don't know yet. I'll let you know when I find it. 
I do. And he holds up the rival book. Oh! Well, if you're, I mean, alright with that, that works. We can get in that way, get underground, and then everyone comes out of the book. And... I'm not going in a book. Well, fine. You're a burning hammer, I don't think you have to. Good. Just, you know, act all haughty and pompous and rich and obnoxious. You can manage. <laughs> Thanks. It's a compliment to your acting ability. Of course it is. You were wonderful in Lilith, by the way. Exactly. I know, that was great. But thank you. It was a wonderful Rayorsu. Could you do it one more time for me? <clears throat> it's me! Rayorsu! Yes, perfect. Yes. It really just doesn't it's sound good. like Griffith. I feel, I feel, I feel a little so, we, we are all in agreement here, we will, we're doing this? Yeah, I've always wanted to see Raphael. Yeah, you know the, the, the last time uh, a, a professor asked us to get involved, they, they did let us go into their weapons supply. Now, I, I know that you are not a captain, but do you have literally anything that could be helpful that could... I, I considered myself a pacifist. I do not Do you want weapons. mining supplies? I can ask the silver troves. We also do have uh, stuff coming in from the group man, from the yeah. unseen. Well, it's not necessarily um, martial grade or, or... You want uh, things that you can hit things with? Yeah. Okay. You've been practicing your melee. We're down a fucking... How tall was Shelly? We're down a whole Shelly. Yeah. I miss that turtle. You miss that turtle? I'm getting my ass kicked. Well, I'm proud of you. Melee's is my specialty. Hmm. What? You don't believe me? Nah, he pulls out a dagger and throws it at a target without even looking. He's maintaining eye contact with you. And he hits, I'm not even gonna roll, he hits the center of it. Well, I'm not gonna roll that's, and I throw <laughs> That's not technically melee, that's a throwing weapon. And that wasn't even a target. Different. I, I, I can throw my, my stance. Well, <laughs> I guess I'll remake this painting. <laughs> can we have a, like, start yeah. some HQ rules, including maybe no knife throwing? <laughs> Oh. Gary can mend it. Yeah, actually, that's like, fair. I can. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to fight? Are you asking for real? I mean, there, there is a pit. <laughs> Grifflin. It might be I, difficult to, you know, get in there without people, a lot of yeah. questions. Yep, I think you're kind of wanted. <sighs> Put some lipstick on them. <laughs> I would pay to see both of you lipstick fighting. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. In honor of my father, I'll make you a bet. Cool. If the F Squad makes not alive, you and I find a place to spar. I like it. Challenge accepted. All right. Loser puts on lipstick. I'll put on lipstick right now. I don't see the problem. We'll have to find a better consequence, but. <laughs> well, you're never gone drag. It's really fun. So I'm learning. Can a we lot. make that a stipulation that this fight has to be done in drag? No. Why not? It sounds want... like Oz has an advantage having already worn heels before, possibly. I can dance. As you guys are all heading out of uh, F-Squad headquarters to seek out Cataras for those prizes, Koss, you detach from the group to go seek out the Silver Turbs. It's not hard to find them. Uh, they are sponsors for one of the teams here, so they are very sought out. They're very easy to spot. How do you approach? Uh, so I don't think Adrian would know. 
theoretically, because um, if the state gave the full details, then the, the Silverfrogs basically said, no, don't worry, we'll find Adrian. So I think they will just be Adrian and then go kind of like towards whatever booth they're in and wait for them to notice. Sure, sure. Would you bring anyone or go alone? Just alone. Okay, now. all right. Yeah, and they spot you pretty fast because they were trying to keep an eye out. Slash, they just recognize Silver Troves and, you know, they've met you before. So they um, wrap up a conversation early with a student. Oh, Frank, let's catch up later. Hey, hey, you. Oh. Hey, uh, Adrian. Hello. Good lad, good lad. How you doing? Um, Baldrick? Fildrick. That's Baldrick. Okay, gotcha. Hey. Very similar beards. Of course, of course. Hi, listen lad, I wanted to, I was looking for you. Yeah, um, what about? Well, um, let me take you. He goes for a walk with you around, buys you a cotton candy. Cotton candy and beard is a great combination. Mm -hmm. He's awesome. got flakes all over his beard. <laughs> mm -hmm. So. Save for later. Just wanted to apologize for our last encounter. Do you remember? It was a bitch. I had my temper and all that. Yeah, um, refresh my memory. Well. I kind of just, like, let it slide already. It was the whole cult Silvertrove, Hadrian Silvertrove oh, ordeal. Oh, yep. Um, the reason I was acting a little defensive is because, well, lad, we need to be careful. You and I, we need to look after each other. See, uh... The whole thing got me thinking a few weeks back when we had that conversation about costs and the, the mix-up with the, the, right, the yeah. changelings. Yep. I knew I didn't like the sound of it, so I dug deeper and deeper and deeper. Okay, and what did you find? Fildrick stares out into the grounds. Fildrick squints as he's looking at the crowds. We don't know who can and can't be trusted, Adrian. We did some in-depth investigations. Turns out, changelings have been infiltrating us all along. We've found seven so far. What? I'm sure there are others. Oh, 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 oh no. That, that's awful news. Yes, indeed. One of them, in fact, was looking for your classmate, Cos. Yes, I do believe they're all in cahoots. What, what did you do with them? <laughs> well, we imprisoned them where they belong. They faced the gavel. They were given a proper sentence for their behavior, for their infiltration. This is not honorable, Adrian. Can't be tolerated. Us silver troves must protect our clan name. We will not let outsiders stain it. You grasp? Yep, I, I do. Yes. Now you, talk to your parents. Make sure that, that their friends are not also trying to get their changeling grubby hands on you know, you can't trust them, Adrian. Okay, I, I will, of course. You, um, th thank you for telling me. Yes, of course. You okay, lad? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm you good. Look a it's, bit... it's just a lot to take in. 
Oh, I mean, I thought you'd be glad. We found the culprits, it's fine. We'll find the rest. The fact that you found them doesn't make me glad. Well, I guess... I... I don't understand that. I... 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 Costa's, like, going to swallow their pride at this moment and just say, I just mean, it doesn't make me glad that there... there were any. There were any? It doesn't make me glad that you found them, because that means that they were infiltrating the zone. Right, okay, I see. So, uh, if I were you, maybe stop hanging around that course Silver Trove. And do you know if uh, they changed their name? They... I just know... I don't like it. No, I don't... I think they were Silver Trove before they knew about us. Yes, well, I don't care. If they were Silver Trove before or after, all I know is that, um... I don't like what I'm seeing here. Do you get me? I would like for it to stop. And I'd appreciate all of the silver troves to stick together. Yeah, I understand. Draw the imposters out. Look, who else have you told about this? Well, it's important to be discreet, lad. You know, get ahead of the game. Don't let people know what you're up to. That's how you win. So just me, my brother, Baldrick, and, uh, just a niece and nephew of mine, no big deal. They're uh, expert scouts. In fact, they're going on a special mission, which I can't tell you about, unfortunately. Okay. I, I understand. Good. Glad you do. Heavy tap on the shoulder. You want another cotton candy? I'm quite all right, thanks. Too much sugar. Wait. You take care. And don't you worry. Hey, we'll Bill get them all. right? Fildrick. Don't you worry. <laughs> we'll get him all. And he just walks away. <laughs> Whatever is the nearest surface, Koss is going to just slam their head into that. Birth <laughs> will help you kill them. Mm. <laughs> oh. Mistake will help plan a prison break. Yep. We got other stuff to deal with now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again this week. This episode was recorded in Watertown, Massachusetts, also known as the traditional land of the Pekuset and Nanantum peoples. I'd like to give a huge thank you to all of the talented musicians that helped bring this podcast to life with their amazing music. We've provided a link to their web pages in the description. I would also like to thank our talented players, Tyler Rubin, Rin Garnett, Michael Yang, and Nikki Aguilar-Thompson. This story would not be the same without their wonderful creativity. I've been your host and DM, Alex Aguilar-Thompson, and I hope to see you here again next week for another episode of Roleplay Radio. So you all reconvene with Cataris. Now, I'm just going to have these be roles. It doesn't even have to be scenes. Like, how well did Cataris and his friends do? So I'm playing Cataris, and you guys are my friends. Wait. Um, wow, and we we're can Alex's do... friends. Wow. wow. Let's do dexterity checks, presumably, because all the games, most we, of the games are... We, but what, just what stats? Mods. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, acrobatics. Uh, like, like ours? Because we're, if we're doing... Hey, 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 no, hold on. Cadmus' friends are LARPing as us. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
yes, yes. Because yes. I'm winning them for on our behalf. Yeah. That's that's the way. Okay. I like that. I like that. All right. So that means one small plushie, one big plushie. Now you did give him a few gold, so somebody else keep track of this. Though yep. I need help. <laughs> okay. All right. So we need one more small plushie for a magic. Item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Gosh. So do one more. Super oh my god, I'm rolling like shit. Hey! That's two big plushies. So now what can you do with that? Alright, so that brings us to three large, which means we get one magical item, and six small. Can we go one more round? Do one more round. I'll go. And, and I think that's gonna be it though. Dang. Yeah, these are hard. The okay. games are not designed to be easy. Blame this on Wild Beyond the Witch Flight. <laughs> That's where I took all the carnival games from. It is the whole weekend though, yeah. Yeah. so I so at this point, spend the gold though. What we're really I... determining is how much money does it cost us to get all yeah, these exactly, items. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So sp who's spending the gold for I, this? I just spent the... the you spend the another gold on that? Okay, alright, you're spending another gold. Cataris is sucking. This is the third nat one I've rolled. No! Seven. Okay, I got a 12. What the fuck? Oh my god. I got a 20. Hey! One big plushie! And a 19. One small plushie! But we only needed one big plushie. Cool, so we get one eight for all of us at least. So you get two more magic items? Yeah. Now, do you want to just get the other college ones? Yeah, the other college ones? We didn't get Prismari. We yeah. did it. Yeah, there. so at the moment we have Wither Bloom and Quandrix. I mean, I, mean, I will gladly put in I, more gold it to get like all of these. You, right, right, you have stewardship like, of this pumpkin. Yeah. I will say some of them are more exciting than others, for sure. But like, I'm they're like a I purse still, that makes change. They're all I fun. Want, I want one for every gold. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I will gladly put in the gold. I'll pay five gold for a magic Okay, item. okay, fine, fine. If you pay the five gold, I will just say eventually you get enough. Yeah. yeah. You get all three of them. All right. So, starting with the silver quill one, this one is technically a, uh, it would be kind of a freebie for cost. But the silver quill one, it is origami paper. Ooh. As an action, you can fold this seemingly ordinary piece of paper into the shape of thieves' tools, a crowbar, a spoon, or the back of a piece of paper. It acts as the item it is folded into and can perform all the functions that item can perform. It doesn't just have to be thieves' tools, though. That's the... the tools, name. spoon, crowbar. Essentially, you can turn this origami paper within Spatula. reason. You can, for example, you can't create an airship with it because it's okay. small. Yeah, it's yeah. a piece of paper. But you can pretty much turn it into any of the basic tools. Yeah, gotcha. and it'll turn into the thing. Does and Gary want that? He's got like tool proficiencies out the dick. I kind of imagine this all yeah, exists yeah. in the HQ. Yeah. I'm like, we, you know, we can bring that with us. Mm -hmm. we yeah, yeah, yeah. With us. Um, so that's the silver quill one. Mm -hmm. It's origami paper. That's pretty cool. The tunic of tenacity is the prismari. Ooh, I like uh, the name already. This sleeveless tunic accentuates the definition of your arms, making <laughs> them seem especially daunting when wearing it. Any intimidation checks that involve the flexing of arm muscles made <laughs> while wearing the tunic can be made with advantage. Oh, that is perfect for Griff. So when he does his daunting roar, he just like you flexes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is Which, beautiful. Yeah. Did you make this up? No, no, this is from uh, DM's Guild. That's amazing. Are yeah, right? you sure you don't want to give that to Gary? Just <laughs> have the little noodle arms. That might be really fucking up. And then finally, it was the uh, the Lorehold one. What it is, is a clockwork chess set. 
that you can play by putting in your code and then the, the pieces move on their own and they're animated. However, you can also remove each set and it is a throwable dagger. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. So it is, a, it is a living chest set that also has, they're all weapons. And I cool. think with that, we are good to pause session here. And we pick up next week with our winter break arc.